I have finished the moving. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It was it was close. After I finished editing last week's podcast, I was like, shit, there's something I've forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like scrambling to watch it before. I, I had to head out today. Um, my boss's farewell for when he goes to his new store. And I was like, all right, what's the running time of this? Two hours. What time do I have to be there? In two hours. I'm like, oh, crap. So I watched about half of it, then I had to get ready and go. Right. And then, that makes sense. Yeah. And then I got back and I watched the rest. Are you going to miss your boss? Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty he's good. He's been a good one? Yeah. He's been there since the store opened. Wow. How long ago was that? Uh, almost 20 years. Holy smokes. Okay. So he's got yeah. some good seniority then. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Is he going far, like to a different store? <laughs> no, he's going to like a different store about f- five minutes away. <laughs> wow. Okay. But it is a brand new store that is opening, right? So he'll, oh yeah, he, he will have literally been there since that store opened as well. Yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> they would want somebody with a ton of experience to help open a new store if they could find someone. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, best of luck to him. Hope your new boss doesn't suck. He does. But that's a story for another time. Oh, all right. We'll put a pin in that, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> now I'm sad. Uh, anyway. Yeah, but I, but I got free pizza, so that's okay. Why? Because it was a going away. There was pizza. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good pizza or bad pizza? Mediocre pizza. It's like, okay. I've had worse, but I've definitely had better. Yeah. <laughs> nope. nope. Definitely uh, pizza quality can vary a lot, unfortunately. I wish all yes. pizza was good, but that is not the case. No, no. But unfortunately, I think the good pizza places can't order like handle like an eighteen pizza order and keep their consistency, right? Like, if you want that many pizzas, you got to go somewhere with a little, you know, who can handle the load, but probably aren't going to do great pizza. I can think of one pizza place where I live that can handle that. Yeah, but they've been around for a long time. And it's kind of their thing. They're like, hey, if you have a huge party and you need like 18 pizzas, call us. So, Right, right. And it's quality too, mm, which is yeah. hard to do. But right. uh, well, that's, one, that's one pizza place out of how many though? 87 the... million. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Falcon Paladin Hour where we discuss Oscar movies. Um, I know you've been waiting for this Parasite review. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's finally here. Yep. Too. Yep. It's coming. Yep. Yes. All right. So first impressions, because you just finished watching the movie. Go. It's good. It's good. Yes, it's good. I agree. I liked it. it is I, good. I liked it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I won't say that I have nothing to say on it because we're three minutes into this. And <laughs> like, well, I also agree it's good. Tune in next time as we review more Oscar-winning <laughs> movies. With two word uh, sentences. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I really liked it. Um, I did not know what this like what was going on, and oh, spoilers, everyone, obviously. Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> when it was like, hey, there's a guy in the basement. I was like, holy shit, this movie is so cool. <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy twist, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the first most of the movie is like, all right, there's this poor family and they're kind of scamming their way into jobs with this rich family, and all right, good mm-hmm. for them, I guess. That's cool. And then it's mm-hmm. like. There's someone living in the basement, and it goes crazy from there. It's nuts. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the other movie of the directors that I've seen is Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then it's which like, turns out the food was people. Oh no, it yeah. was uh, bugs. Bugs. Yeah. Well, yeah, the food is bugs. I mean, there's also a couple other twists in there, but yeah, it just seems like something that uh, this guy is interested in doing. Mm-hmm. I am spacing on his name because it is Korean, and <laughs> that's hard to remember for ignorant Americans like me. His mm-hmm. name is Bong. There you go. Bong Joon-ho. Mm-hmm. Sure. I remembered. We'll call him Bong. Bong is fun. Yep. So, yeah, he's great. I mean, one of the things, as I think about the movie more and more, is the cinematography and the camera work is just fantastic. It's really very well staged. I didn't usually notice that kind of thing, but it was just so well done sometimes that I was like, dang, this is an exceptionally well put together scene. Uh, one especially that stands out is when they go back to their apartment and it's flooded. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the sister just, like, grabs some cigarettes out of the ceiling tiles and sits on the toilet and has a smoke. <laughs> like, that's great. Like, she's yeah. just, and basically there's sewer sewage coming out of the toilet, and she's just sitting there, and all this black stuff's, like, trying to make its way out of it. And she's just chilling. Like, all right, this is where we are, I guess. I don't know. It's just good stuff. Little good mm. moments like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mercy yeah. Uh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Also, boy, Korea loves their knife violence. <laughs> so I asked about this because I got a coworker who married a Korean, and I was okay. like, "So what's with knife violence in Korean films? Is it just people don't have guns? Like it's not part of the culture, like in America?" And he's like, "No, people have guns, but they like knife violence better because it's more personal." <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, it's like more up and close and dramatic if you stab somebody versus if you shoot them from twenty feet away. And I was like, "Oh, okay, I get that." Mm, yeah, because there yeah. are a, definitely a few of those moments in this movie where you're like, "Ooh, man, you were ah right in the chest, huh?" Okay. Yeah, yeah. Whew. Like, can't help getting blood all over yourself when you're stabbing someone else. It's true. Yeah. Did yeah. when uh, I'm gonna call him Kevin because that's what they call him in, uh, yeah. as a tutor. Um, when he was taking the rock downstairs, you were like, he definitely intends to like bash their heads of like bash that guy's head in right absolutely did you, yes did, it was a you, murder weapon yeah did you did you at all feel bad when it was like all right now you're getting bashed to death with it nope kind of nope. felt like it was really fair fair play <laughs> fair if you play? show up to some place with attending to murder somebody and you get murdered with the very murder weapon you brought with you mm, i'm okay with that actually <laughs> i think it's cool i, I mean I, I, I here's the thing the kid needs to think a minute Right. Yeah. Like they couldn't. That, that guy couldn't get out. He was just gonna starve to death. Yeah. Just leave him. <laughs> yeah. There were some questionable decisions made in this movie for sure. Right, but I, I feel like that was maybe a kind of thing where it's like, well, this needs like that that room needs to be open in the plot for the guy to slip it, like the dad to slip in there and disappear for a few years. Right. Right. And so it was like, how do we do it? All right. Well, Kevin's just not gonna think about this. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to hold on to the idiot ball because the story needs to go somewhere that the character wouldn't normally go. The idiot rock. Yeah, in this case, it's a rock, but (laughs) Phoebe Tropes calls it the idiot ball, but it can take many forms, absolutely. Yeah, don't they, like, literally at the start of the movie, they call it, like, the wisdom rock or something? Uh, No, it's like, it's supposed to bring them good fortune, right? Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to improve their financial situation. Scholar's rock, I think is what they called it, right? Scholar's rock? Scholar's Rock, yeah, yeah, because apparently um, Min's grandpa collects a bunch of them, and that's why he, got, like, he was like, look, we got to get rid of these, and he just gives yeah. one away, but apparently yeah. they're, they're called Scholar's Rock, I think, if I remember correctly. Hmm. I don't remember that. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I felt like I wanted some more time with the family at the beginning. Because, I mean, Bong does a pretty good job of establishing who they are and what their situation is. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, they're dirt poor. Like, that opening scene where the dad's like, leave the window open. We'll get free fumigation. was like, oh, boy. All right. <laughs> this is where we are. I see now. That yeah. explains a whole lot. Yep. And yep. even just the small part where they're um, trying to get Wi-Fi or they're, they got the part-time job to fold the pizza boxes. Mm-hmm. And they're just not getting paid anything for it. And the son and, you know, Kevin's trying to hustle a job with the pizza company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just shows their situation and what they're, what they're trying to do to improve it. Uh, and then there's a couple times they refer to the fact that the sister is like a really good con artist. This is not the first time she's done something like this. Mm-hmm. So I'd be interested to see more of what she's been up to. And then I really want to know if the dad just is kind of a lazy butt or if really he's just had bad luck with jobs. Well, he when they're in the gym and sleeping after like their place gets flooded, he mentions like it doesn't like if you don't have a plan, nothing can ever go wrong. But he mentions it's not like even if you kill someone or if you betray your country. And there's when he's in the house as it's being flooded, he takes his like a medal that he got for being in the. I don't know if it's his or someone else's, but it's like a military medal that he, he's received. Yeah. So, so I'm wondering, like, there's got to be something going on there, right? I mean, you can kind of fall into getting awards in the military, I feel like. I've heard some stories of people that are like, I don't, I don't know, man, I was just running. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't ma- think I earned this, you know? Yeah, sure, maybe. But, like, him, him specifically mentioning, like, you know, betraying your country. And, like, obviously there's mandatory uh, military service in Korea. I'm yes. wondering what happened. Like what? Like yeah. that's a very specific thing to say. Yeah, me too. And these are things I want to know. Hmm. I would, I would maybe like a a two movie series where the first one is just the poor family and all the stuff they've gone through, and we get to know them a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And then the second part is them actually getting into work with the rich family and yeah. everything, everything that crazy that happens after that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know. We didn't get it. It's fine. Again, Bong did a great job of establishing enough, I think, uh, backstory on the characters and establishing them as who they are. That when they were in these situations that are crazy, we kind of can roll with it. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed it. I just kept thinking, like, throughout the movie, I'm like, Min's going to come back from studying abroad and be pissed that you took his girl. He's going to come back and be like, how, why is everybody in this house new? Why is all your family working here? That was the thing. Yeah. 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 I was like, he's going to come back and be like, why is your entire family here? Uh, But now now he's going to come back and be like, where is the family? Why are the Germans living here? And uh, who's that buried (laughs) by the trees? Seriously. How long was he gone? (laughs) I don't don't know, but it must be a while. Yeah, I can't imagine this whole plan was executed in like a couple weeks. No, no, no. It's got to be like spaced over months, I would wager. Yeah. That was the, that was always in the back of my head. I'm like, that buddy's going to come back and blow this whole thing out of the water. <laughs> going to ruin everything. And he never mm-hmm. did. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, now fine. he's going to come back and be like, what the crap? <laughs> what? Mm. How, the, the, where, what? Where did they go? Why are there Germans living here? This makes no sense at all. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of thinking, though, when he gave the job to Kevin, right, yeah. he, he obviously knows that the family's in hard times and stuff. Did he, like, he probably knew that these people would weasel their way into jobs one way or another. Do you think he knew what was going to happen? 
Right, because like if he's good enough friends with these people, he would have known they would have been doing similar stuff with like the pizza companies for folding boxes and stuff. Being like, oh yeah, my sister knows that guy. You should really just fire him and hire me instead. Like, I don't think he knows about that. I think he knows they're poor and they're working to make get you know to make ends meet. Mm. And he's just well, throwing his buddy a bone here. I really don't think he has any experience with that so, side of it, right? Yeah, but he he, he tells him that he's going to have to, like, fake being a college graduate, right? And yeah. And he knows that his sister is going to have to forge some documents for that. Does he? Well, if he's going to need, you know, certification that says he graduated, yeah, he would. Like, he knows he's going to get it somewhere. He probably knows he's going to get it from his sister. Hmm. Probably, probably it's maybe one leap too far but i think it's reasonable yeah it depends on how well he knows the family it really seems like when he showed up they were like oh crap your friends here like let's put our best face on and i don't know mm. it didn't seem they were, they were comfortable with him being around yet it didn't seem like he'd been a mm. long time true true long time buddy yeah maybe. but who knows maybe they're like that every time he shows up but he's been coming for years who knows who knows yeah yeah these mm. are things we don't know because the movie doesn't tell us but to be fair, it's not also not super relevant to the movie. <laughs> no, it's really not. Unless, yeah. like me, you're worried about when Buddy's going to come back. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Just really good moments in there. Um, I like how the kid, the the younger kid in the rich family is kind of messed up. And then you figure out what it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That messed me up, too. You're just, oh, you know, yeah. it's your birthday. You're eating cake. It's dark. All of a sudden, this head comes up from the stairs. Mm-hmm. I would be fright freaked out. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That would, so, yeah. Apparently, yeah. you put the kid into a seizure. Yeah. Like, Which, you got sh- shocked into a seizure. Is that a thing? I know. They've really made it seem like that was a thing. And it happened a couple times after that in the movie, too, where it's like, I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's also widely believed in Korea that if you sleep in a room with a fan, you die. So... <laughs> Sure. Maybe yeah. that's another thing. I, I don't know like how I've always wondered like how well believed is that? Like how many people actually think that? Or is it like, oh, it was a thing like in the sixties when technology was new, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> or you know, because I can't imagine innovation going to bed and being like, hmm, gotta make sure I've got a timer on that fan. I don't want to die. I got GSL in the morning. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. It's the same thing in my country and your country. There are people that believe folklore, and there are people that don't. It's just mm-hmm. a question of how widespread it is. But yeah, yep. And I it really seemed like at least, yeah, and at least in this film, it's pretty much taken for granted. You can be scared into having a seizure. So mm-hmm. reasonable. Man, that yeah. whole scene too when they're having the garden party, mm-hmm. and there's the, the whole plan for the dad and the you know the other dad to dress up as Indians and. Mm-hmm. It's going to be this whole thing. And then dude shows up with a knife, just starts murdering folk. And it's like, holy smokes. Mm-hmm. That party, uh, they'll be talking about that one for a while. Yeah, I don't think, I, I, I mean, they'll probably want to like hush that up. That <laughs> You know, I threw a garden party and like four people died. Right. Well, well three, I mean. Three bodies that they found, but four people died. Yeah. And the family moved. But I mean, it's it true. got enough. People were talking about it enough that it was hard to sell the house. Right. They mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. And they had to, like, get these entire foreigners to buy it because they had mm. no idea what had happened. Yeah. Which, yeah. fair. <laughs> right. Understandably so. Actually, question. Would you move into a house that you know they'd been, like, a murderer in? Like, if yeah. they were like, we're going to knock the price down a little for you. Cause, Absolutely. You, know, it's hot. you would? Okay. Yeah. 
No, for sure. I know a bunch of, I mean. Did people die at the house here now? Not that I'm aware of. Hmm. I would have taken the discount, though. <laughs> but that's, I don't know if that's just a, like a TV and movie thing. Where like, oh, I can't sell the murder house. This sucks. But like, you I can't imagine there are that few people who don't care. Because mm. isn't, I mean, your concern is like ghosts. Like, why are we worried about this? Yeah, I don't know. Some people just don't like the idea that there was a corpse laying where, you know, three feet from where they're eating dinner. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I don't get it. I'm okay with it. What if it was someone whose house you'd known, right? Like, what if Stu died and you could buy Stu's house, right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, prob- no problems, even though you've, like, been there and hung out with him and stuff? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. No problems at all. You'd have problems? Ooh, maybe. Hmm. If it was someone I know, like, just just the idea of, mo- like, moving into a house of someone that I knew, hmm. You know, after they've left, right? Obviously, I've been to this house before I moved in, right? Yeah. But it's different. They're still here. <laughs> True. <laughs> so it's just like the creepy aspect of it, just thinking about hmm, well, somebody I, I, I knew just, died in this house. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Hmm. All right. I don't know. I don't, Your it call. Depends on it's the, just preference. D- depends on the size of the discount, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, we'll knock 10 bucks off, and it's like, eh. But if it's $10,000, maybe. Mm, maybe. Yeah, that sounds nice. Mm. Mm. So anyway, that's the whole thing. Um, I don't know. I just There's a lot of stuff that I liked in the movie. I don't... Here's the thing. I don't know that it's the best movie of the whole year. Hmm. But I like it more than I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Fair. Which is, again, Quentin Tarantino's love letter to 1960s Hollywood and feet... Man. Question mark? Have we all I've talked not, about this? I've not seen the movie. I thought I ranted about this on the pod when I watched it. You ranted a lot about the movie. I think a little bit about the movie, maybe. But not anything specifically about feet. Oh, all right. So Quentin Tarantino has been known to have barefoot people in his movies, especially women, over the years. Okay, so dude's got a foot fetish. And it's a known thing, right? Okay. I mean, if you... It's... Anyway, if you ask... People will tell you that he has a thing for feet. So in this movie, he just leans into it, man. He's like, ah, you think I have a foot fetish? Check this out. He goes crazy with the feet. There's a scene where Brad Pitt picks up a hitchhiker, and she's barefoot because she's a hippie in the 60s. She puts her feet on the dashboard and presses them against the window, and they are there for the entire car ride. This is the kind of stuff we're dealing with here, Samacron. Hmm. Okay. So JLC in the Discord was going to watch it. And I was like, remember, it's feet. He's like, yeah, I know. And then he came in about 30 minutes into the watching and was like, I didn't, but like, I knew, but I didn't know. <laughs> is, is it, like, is there a lot of feet? Right? Yeah. Margot like, Robbie's barefoot quite often. I mean, again, there's a ton of hippies. There is, like, so he picks up the hitchhiker and takes her to this ranch for all these other hippies. This is the Charles Manson right. hippies. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like there's a bunch of them just in a room watching TV and they're all barefoot and their feet are up. It's not like they're barefoot and their feet are on the ground because they're in chairs. No, their feet are up. They're propped up on things. They're swinging around. It is so much feet. That's all. So it feels like there was specific direction given to the uh, like actors to put feet in scenes. 
right? Oh, it's for like, sure. This is like, Quentin Tarantino. He is disgusting when it comes to detail. Not disgusting, just like uh, obsessive when it comes to detail in his films. Every shot needs to look perfect. If a shot has 18 feet in it, it's because he wanted to have 18 feet in it. Hmm. Without okay. question. Again, mm. this is just, this is him. This is him being like, everyone talks about all the feet in my movies. Well, I'll show them feet. <laughs> Here are feet. Ah. So there's Checkmate that. Checkmate atheists. I um. know. Yes, it totally <laughs> was. Additionally, it was just, I was bored a lot in the movie. A lot of boring stuff doesn't happen throughout the film. Brad Pitt won Best Supporting Actor, the Oscar for that. A couple of weeks ago so apparently hollywood loved his performance but i can't think of anything he did that i was super <laughs> impressed with hollywood loved the movie about hollywood go figure uh, right <laughs> well but if that was the case it would have won best picture but parasite did so i don't know what we're playing with at this point i don't know but parasite was a good movie so yeah yes good on them. yeah absolutely good for them and that's the thing everybody well, not everybody. A lot of people who are very down on the Oscars, you know, it's old white people voting for this and they never choose the best movie. They just like the stuff that appeals to them as old people. Uh, everybody said that Parasite was the best movie, but they nobody, nobody believed it would get best picture. And then it totally did. And they were stoked. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like uh, Bong won best director and then it won best adapted screenplay and then it won something else and then it won best picture. So it was just this whole, holy smokes, this is, you know, maybe it's going to actually happen this time. Where the foreign language film, not just a foreign film, a foreign film in a different language is going to win. And it did. So a lot of people are very happy about that. And they're hoping that future Oscars will have uh, more appropriate winners too, depending on I mean, depending I guess on that, what it is. I guess that would be nice. I mean, personally, I don't care about the, the Oscars like at all. Right. I don't either. I mean, on the level that it does help. It helps Parasite, right? More people have watched Parasite because they heard it won an Oscar than watched it before it won the Oscar, I guarantee. Oh, probably, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. it doesn't help Os- uh, doesn't help films, especially smaller film. Yeah. But it just, like, if... I think a lot of people look at something like the Oscars and say if it won Best Picture, it was the Best Picture. But I, I really don't think that's true. Like, I don't think the Oscars should have the clout that it does. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I don't take them as the the end all be all of what was what were the best things of 2019, but yeah, just in the sense that it gets people to give attention to things that deserve it and maybe otherwise wouldn't. I think it I think it worked out that way this time. Okay. Yeah. I was a little bit confused about who died from all the knifings in Parasite though. Really? Yeah, cuz like who who got stabbed first? I can't remember. Who did guy in the basement stab? He first he stabbed um, the sister, the, okay. the Jessica, the art the art therapist. Yes. Uh, yeah, and then he stabbed the mother, and then he got stabbed by the mother, and then the father stabbed the father. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing: everybody gets stabbed pretty much in the chest, right? Oh yeah, almost exclusively. <laughs> Who lives and who dies? Like, what is it? It's so weird to me that someone who gets stabbed in the chest and then four seconds later someone else gets stabbed in the chest, one person's fine and the other person's totally dead. Uh, The person who's totally dead was stabbed first, which meant they bled out longer before the paramedics got there. All right, fair enough. That would be my reasoning. I mean, it's, is rich... it's not shown if the rich guy, the, the father, the rich father got stabbed and lived or died. Like, he's yeah. just not... We, like, he, we don't know we don't about know. him. 
but I like to think he died. <laughs> That'd be wonderful. <laughs> such an asshole. Was he going to fire that driver because he smelled funny? Yeah. He was? He, like, I think maybe he was. He clearly hadn't done it yet. But he was just like, he smells like a boiled rag. You know, that crosses the line. And I'm like, really? Like, just just say, hey, could you wear some more deodorant? You know? If that works. I don't know, man. Sometimes there's just a smell. Oh, okay. So you think firing people because they smell bad is a thing? That's, no, that's I'm just saying I don't know that it would be easily fixable. I don't know if you could go to him and be like, hey, start using different laundry detergent and different deodorant and we'll fix this thing. I don't know. I mean, like there's... I, I think it's better to try. Probably. He sucked. It's true. Yeah, and that's what's good about the movie, too, is that it's not like either side here are the heroes of the story, really. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, one family is poor, so you feel worse for them, but they're not good people, necessarily. No. No. And the rich family, they, they don't entirely suck. Like, there's redeeming qualities about everyone there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to think of a redeeming quality uh for the father i am it's like uh. he, what does he do he like he loves his son he wants to like buy him walkie talkies and stuff it's like yeah oh, okay great. he loves his son he, he doesn't love his son enough to like background check the guy he has tutor him <laughs> well the, the lady he has tutor him. <laughs> that's women's work Hiring for the household is the wife's responsibility, not his. He's busy at work all day. It's, it's true, working for like a mobile developer. Yes. I mean, I, just, I don't know. Like, it's considered a bad thing for to be that entrenched in gender roles in 2020, right? I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's different from just being a total asshole, right? It, it is, yes. And it's a different I, thing. It's di- like, again, gendered roles and stuff in the West and in Korea are different. Yeah. For sure. Everyone's moving at their own pace to fix that stuff. Yep. So, again, not terrible people. It would be a different movie, right? If these people were like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, like sex traffickers. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And then they'd get stabbed and would be like, yay! (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But that's not what this was. None of the stabbings were good stabbings. Yeah, no. Instead, it's just like these people are rich and obnoxious because they're so rich. Right. Right. They're just like, look, dude, I'm paying you overtime. You're going to be happy for my son at his birthday. Right. Yeah. You're going to put gonna... on this stupid headdress. Mm hmm. And yep. yes, and act yeah. like a Native American. Yeah. Yeah. And there was no part of him that was like, I wonder if he doesn't enjoy this. Mm hmm. It was just, I'm paying you. You're, you're going to do it. Right. Yeah. Would you like overtime? That never came up. Hmm. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> anyway, it's good. I liked it. I might rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll probably rewatch it at some point, not immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. While we're, while we're talking about TV shows and movies and stuff, I finished watching. Uh, Is it okay to pick up girls in a dungeon? Um, oh yeah, how'd that go? Which, which I will henceforthly call Dunmachi because it's much much shorter. Got it, Dunmachi. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Don Machi, if you're going to try and do something serious and adult in a second season of your show, don't, <laughs> in the last two episodes, walk it all back and be like, lol, nope, doesn't matter. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll Let me write this down. Hold on. 
If I remember the second season. <laughs> got it. Okay. Got it. Got it. You good? Good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because the show actually tried to do something really interesting, right? It, it was basically around, like, social stigma and prostitution and all that. Okay. And, and sexual assault. And the main character gets sexually assaulted on at least, I think, four different occasions. Oof. Okay. And Not great. By, like, the last episode, he's entirely forgotten about it. What? Okay. Like, it's not that he's, like, been to therapy and worked no, on no, it. He just forgot no, it ever happened. It's it, it's like he got sexually assaulted. Someone let him out of, like, his prison cell. He beat up the bad guys, and then the next day he forgot about it. Oh. Well, that's easy. Yeah. And um, unrealistic. Yes. It's like, you, you, you just had to nail the landing. Like, <laughs> oh, God. It made me so annoyed because uh, I... I, I got to that episode, I'm like, wait, are, you, are we really doing the thing where the good guys, they fight the bad guys, they fall off a building but didn't die, and in the next episode they just forgive them? <laughs> I'm like, okay, that that's a little anime I can get, I, okay. And then it's like, oh, you're really not going to mention the fact that these people literally sexually assaulted you, dude? And he's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> uh, well played. Well played TV show. Wow. But other, that other sucks. Than that, it was kind of a fun show, right? Yeah. Uh, apart from its in, like in grossly long name, uh, it's just about a guy in a, like an adventuring world, right? Typical fantasy setting. Yep. Uh, who gets a, like an ability that boosts his stat gains as he ex- gains more experience, depending on his emotional attraction to a particular woman. So, because he's in love, he he's. He's getting stronger faster because he wants to try and keep up because she's like the best or whatever. It's an interesting right. magic system, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, is it a magic system? What would we consider it, this? Uh, I would... Hmm. Hmm. I, I'd probably call it a magic system. Okay. Because like there is magic and he does get like a spell, fireball, but you know, that's yeah. not important. You know, other than that, it, was, it, wasn't, it didn't take itself too seriously a lot of the times and then it tried to do something serious and I was like, wow... You're not doing it very well, but you're trying, and that's what matters. And then they Aww. completely fuck up. <laughs> and then they're like, nah. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. isn't working. <laughs> like, literally, the a lot of, like, the tension revolves around a woman who's a prostitute, and she doesn't think she's wor- worth being saved by him, because in, like, all the fantasy stories, prostitutes are the harbingers of ruin when it comes to heroes like him. Whoa. And he's, yeah, yeah. Like, she's got some deep thoughts about it. And then, like, she knows, like, the people that she's working for are going to, uh, like, ritually kill her to gain her <laughs> powers, right? Like, there's a lot going on, and she's just yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not worth being saved. Don't worry about it. And then the end of the, ep- like, the start of the next episode, like, the good guys forgive the bad guys, and they're like, hmm, should we tell her that she was never really a prostitute? Whenever a man would take his clothes off, she just passed out. Should we mention that? Nah, no, no good now. <laughs> Holy what? Wait, hold on, What? Yeah, it's like she never even did anything. She should just pass out. So they just pretended for years that she was working as a prostitute, like, and letting her harbor all that self hate. Okay, 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 okay. Hold on, hold on. So she'd be in a room, and they'd mm-hmm. be like, "All right, send in the next guy." No, 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 no. This was more like uh, it probably happened once or twice, and then they just secretly were like, "Hmm, it's not really gonna work." So we're just not going to bother. And they'd just, like, send in a guy. He'd start to take his shirt off, and she'd pass it out and be like, all right, cool, you did the job. That's it for tonight. 
what, would the dudes get paid for this? I feel like they're doing a service here. I, I feel like they might have just had a dude on staff. <laughs> <laughs> and every couple hours, he just walk into the room, take his shirt off, and then leave. No, no, no just do it once because it was like a fancy establishment, I guess. Ah, okay. Okay, so once a day, he's like, ah, it's 2 o'clock. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that's that's dumb. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, so none of it mattered. Thanks. No, nothing really mattered. It's hard to finish stories and have everything matter that you've done already. Come on, man. Well, yeah, it, it's hard, but you know what's not hard? Just not walking it back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ugh. At the very least, don't completely backtrack on all the work you did in the season. Yes. Yeah. Freaking Game Ugh. of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> no, Game of Thrones was great. It should have won best writing. Hmm. <laughs> So there's a subreddit called Free Folk where people just com- like constantly bitch about the ending of Game of Thrones every day. It's amazing. Oh, really? I think I should unsub because I go <laughs> entire days without remembering how mad it made me. And then I'll see something there and I'm like, oh, yeah, that. <laughs> and then you get you angry. Remember, <laughs> the Dothraki charged. In, <laughs> <laughs> sends me into a frothing rage. It's not good for my health, probably. You probably should unsub just because it's an echo chamber. Not because it makes you mad, but True. just because it's not good for you. No, <laughs> echo chambers aren't great. No, no. And like, don't get me wrong. It, it, I think it has its place to be like mad at Game of Thrones, but I don't think mm-hmm. you should spend the rest of your life dwelling on it. <laughs> no, probably shouldn't. Probably should entirely no. try to forget that it ever happened. Don't worry, just wait like 40 years and then they're going to remake Game of Thrones. You think that long? I'm assuming in like the next 10, honestly. Really? Yeah. I'm moving my estimates basically in line with how long does it take them to remake the first Harry Potter movie. Oh, that's fair. That and Star Wars, but I'm going to start counting Star Wars when they start making new Star Wars movies in like the main trilogy. Uh, not trilogy, the main saga, which they technically have now. Yep. So I like I'm expecting it in like 40 years. Or okay. Estimates of forty years at the moment. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I think anything that's made anybody just barrels full of money is uh, at risk of being remade fairly soon. Hmm. Uh, here's the thing. I, I don't think you can remake it super quickly because you're just like oversaturating yourself. Like you're like you can't put out one Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and then be like two years later, all right, rebooting it, let's do this again because people are just going to be like, I watched that last week. Come on, knock it off. That might be a bad example. There's a billion different versions of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles if you include uh, the cartoons and stuff. Uh, maybe. Like, I, I'm just talking like main cinema releases. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like you, you had Star Wars December last year and then you had The Mandalorian as well, right? Like I don't think people are getting oversaturated there because they're two different formats and they're not repeating the same thing right like right, i imagine exactly. if you were to remake harry potter and the philosopher's stone you know it's gonna be mostly about harry potter and the philosopher's stone should be anyway the- theoretically you never know <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway i don't know game of thrones still makes me mad but i'm getting over it i think fair enough but um Somebody posted the uh, the scene where Charles Dance Tywin is skinning a deer and he's talking uh, good, to Jamie. Good scene. I remember that scene. It's such a great scene. So here's what happens. People post it and they're like, look how good this show is when 
you know, D&D are just adapting the existing writing. And then the comments are like, you idiot, this was not in the books. Mm-hmm. This is something that Benioff and Weiss actually wrote, and it's really good. So that mm-hmm. makes it worse because they're capable. <laughs> they're capable of writing original material and hitting it out of the park, and they just didn't for the last two seasons. That's I, I'm gonna... worse, man. <laughs> okay, hold on. They're, they're not <laughs> adapting like adapting something that was already written, but they're writing something to fit an established narrative that Tywin is a skilled person. Um, sure. And and a capable leader, right? And and that's what he's doing there. They're fine. They've already got something that fits they just need to you know they've already got the puzzle mostly figured they just got to find one piece that fits for that scene the other one they had like a kind of well this is where we kind of want it to go it was a lot more of a hazy mess and they just fucked it up then right those are still two different things in my mind yeah i guess so i mean like the the final seasons are the same thing you have all the players you have all the pieces martin has told you the basic concept of where he wants the story right. to finish the basic concept of where the story finishes but yes. not the entire thing like that scene is from like season 1 right uh, yeah i think so yeah there were like four more books yes that they already knew what was going to happen so they just needed to write a scene where tywin lannister looks like not menacing but imposing to his son teachable mm-hmm. and skilled at the same time right and that was that was something they were relatively easy able to do hmm i guess hmm. it's still really good like, it's still one of the best <laughs> scenes in the show yeah it's really and good i just like to think they would be capable of doing something like that somewhere in season eight once <laughs> i don't know <laughs> no. they ever did my queen she is uh, my queen okay all right, hang on. So the night before the Battle of Winterfell, that might okay. be it, where everyone is sure they're going to die, and mm. they're right. And then Jamie knights Brienne because they're going to die anyway. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right, and Pod's singing, and everyone's making up, and it's just good moments. But then nobody dies, so it kind of loses its effectiveness. Right. 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 Yeah. I think that, that scene has a lot more weight if everybody actually did die <laughs> in the following battle instead of nobody died. Well, I mean, some people died, but no one in, in that scene, I think. Correct. None okay. of none of the important people. Yeah, like uh, Jorah died, I think. Uh, he did. Yeah. Yes. Sad. I like Jorah, but Me you know. Too. At the same time, it was like, hmm, he's got uh, what is it? Dragon scales, the sickness. Yeah, he got better though. We yeah, he got that. better. He, they they fixed it by have you tried cutting off the scales? <laughs> Really seems like we could have come with, up with that a little bit sooner, but yeah, yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Um, oh, I guess I'm gonna say that Jorah also just eternally being in the friend zone would not have been a good place for him. So maybe it's better no. that he's dead. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Did he? He did. <laughs> trying to remember his actual death scene in that episode. <laughs> I got there. We made it. Yep. I haven't even and, seen the episode, and I remember it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, You're on top of things. Bruh, let's see. I started watching Avenue 5 on HBO, which mm. is basically about a, a solar system. What is it? It's a cruise ship that like goes out to Jupiter and back. So what would you call okay. that? Intersolar uh, cruise? Well, it's not intersolar, because it's just traveling within the solar system. Intrasolar cruise? Okay, sure. You could use intra. I would just call it a space liner or a star okay. liner. Maybe. Does that Im- does that imply the cruise aspect of it? Well, yeah, because like you have the like, luxury. Uh, 
Yeah, because uh, they call them like sea liners or something, right? Something like that. Anyway, I'm, it's no. about one of these ships, blah, right, blah, blah. Right. And then they get knocked off course. And because of physics, it's going to take them a lot longer to get home. Hmm. Anyway, okay. it's pretty good. It's got um, Hugh Laurie. Oh, okay. Doctor, Doctor House. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's funny because he has he's doing his American accent. Oh, okay. But then it becomes pretty clear that he's an actor. He's English. And the people that hired him to act as the captain on this self-driving ship just wanted him to have an American accent because it was more trustworthy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it made me laugh. Uh, so whenever he's stressed, he drops into his English accent. And people are like, wait, what? And he's like, oh, nothing. nothing. Everyone follow me, please. It's great. Wait, wait, wait. So the, the character, when stressed, changes his accent. Like, they kept that in the yes. show. Okay. It wasn't yes. just Hugh Laurie being like an old man who can't hold an accent. <laughs> No, nope, okay. it's definitely part of the show. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's really funny. So it's pretty good. I mean, it's not like the best thing I've ever seen, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's all right. Outsider's been pretty good. It's kind of slow, kind of Stephen Kingy that way. Nothing really happened in last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Again, it just comes down to these people have a theory that what is... There's this doppelganger demon running around that turns into perfect copies of randos and then they murder folks and they get in trouble and it causes all this all this mess but at the same time i don't see this show ending up with like and then the local police department of dayton ohio took down this eternal evil and banished him forever right Mm -hmm. i don't know where it's gonna go and i just don't know where it can go really Mm hmm like the, I think maybe the closest it can get to a resolution is we, f- you know, we our theory was proved correct, right? We managed to figure out what was happening, and then the doppelganger demon just left and did it somewhere else. Hmm. Right. It's so like we we he, like we got rid of him, but he was probably going to leave anyway. He's been on the move the whole time we've been tracking his movements. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the last three times this happened, one was in New York City, and then one was in like Pennsylvania, and this one's in Ohio. Okay. So, it's not like if they figure it out, they can get rid of him, and he's not going to do it in this town again. He probably wasn't anyway. Right, right. So it's going to be this kind of like uh, it's not going to it's going to be an empty victory in that way. We're like, hey, we figured out what's happening, but he's gone, and he was going to go anyway, and more people are going to suffer, and no one's going to believe us if we try to warn them about this. Mm-hmm. So, huh? That really sucked. What a terrible couple of weeks there, you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know I'm watching it Because it's really well done I like the characters But I just don't expect it to have I don't know I don't expect anything To be super satisfying About the ending okay. Which is probably okay. The right way to do it Maybe Yeah uh, I've been watching A show called ID Invaded Okay Which is about It's basically like A detective show Right Except they have Like this Sci-fi gadget uh, Called an Um uh, the Hizu Manane or something, right? It's Japanese, I don't know. Right. Um, but basically, when someone has, like, the impulse to kill, they let off cognition particles or something, right? And this device can pick them up and take, like, a snapshot of that person's psyche, and then people can consciously dive into these wells that they form from it. And so... All right. So that's what it's about. It's about, like, catching serial killers through... Uh, unraveling mysteries in real time through their psyche. So it's kind of like Minority Report. Minority Report meets Psychopaths, if you've seen any of that. I've seen a little bit of Psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. All right. 
That sounds cool. Yeah, it's actually really good so far. I, I'm like, there's only eight episodes out because I'm watching it in time with its release, which is always annoying. Yes, it is. I know you hate that. I hate that so much. Um, but <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. I highly recommend. Good to know. What's it called again? ID Invaded. Or I think it's actually technically pronounced Id Invaded. But ID. Id Invaded. That yeah. makes sense because it's the Id. It's your psyche. Yeah, yeah. And like, but I don't know. Just saying Id makes me think of Doom. Oh, yeah, that's a problem. Is it on, it's on Hulu? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a try. That sounds cool. Okay, cool, cool. I'm caught up on most things, so I think I can squeeze that in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. Out of the other shows I'm watching, that one's the only one I really recommend you. Fair. So I pulled up the Katowice 2020 bracket. Okay. They have no updates on the group stages since the last time we looked at it last week. Because nothing's happened. But what have they been doing? How do we have half the groups and then a week later there's no more of the rest of the groups? Uh Okay. Cool. <laughs> I <fine>. don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I mean, you just sounded so unsurprised. You're like, yeah, they haven't done anything. What? What's the big deal? <laughs> well, I feel like we knew that they weren't going to be anything happening. Didn't we? Did we? In a whole week? Usually, in the past when we've done this and the group stages aren't done, we wait a week and at least there's a couple more players in there, right? Yeah, usually, but I think we saw that giant round of 72 or whatever. Yeah, 76 or whatever. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think we're still waiting for that to even start. Like, I think we were looking at that and I'll, it's like, oh, the start date's like late February. Oh. Yeah. So that finishes and then we can get the remaining yeah. three people in each group. All yeah. right. Fine. Fine, fine, fine. I know Pig's casting it. You sound bitter. I don't know. I just haven't done a StarCraft bet in a while. Kind of want to get out on that. <laughs> uh, I kind of feel better about Terran than I have in a long time, so that's part of it. Really? Yeah, just from the Katowice, just the, you know, the super opening rounds, whatever the heck those were. But super opening qualifiers. Um, a lot of Terrans going mech, and Zerg's not really being able to handle it. So, uh huh. Okay. Yep. So you're gonna pick it's Mars? True. Is what I'm hearing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why nope. Not? Why not? Maru's a good player, right? Mm. Maru is in his own little inconsistent bubble, man. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him with anything. Dude, did you see that innovation got toured by Denver? I did. I saw that tweet. <laughs> That's amazing. That's I want to see those games. What did Denver do? I have no idea. What did Innovation do? I guess more importantly. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that. What do you know? What tournament that was? I think that's this. What else is going on? I don't know. I'm asking you. I assumed it was something to do with Katowice and their eight million rounds. <laughs> I don't know. What is this? Uh, so all he did was tweet out his section of the bracket where he won 2-0. Yeah. Uh, one of the responses is, was he asleep? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brutal. I like one of the other ones, which is like, uh, looks like League of Legends isn't helping him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hurts too. I don't know, man. So when did he post this thing? February 15th at like 10 a.m. Yeah, okay. So I'm looking at Katowice. Right? Yep. The offline qualifiers, bracket one, starts February 24th. So we're not there yet. No. So, like, actually, it'll be it'll be done by the time, like, this podcast comes out. 
Yeah. Stupid time travel. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it's not... And it's not from, like, the super early qualification stages because I have those replays. Mm-hmm. And that happened a while ago. There's no that, way he's bragging about that now. No, 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 it couldn't be. It would have been something else. Right. Um, if you go to... What's the name of the website with all the stats and stuff? Elugulak. Elugulak, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that. His player profile will mention what he's been doing. Yeah, or innovations. <laughs> Match history. Yeah, most recent results for Denver. It's like versus Amani, Zest, Puck, Nidix, yeah. Neo, Showtime. It's not helpful. It's because he's been playing a lot recently. There it is. Innovation. Ravens Cup X main event. What is that? <laughs> oh, Ravens Cup. Okay. I'm going to search Ravens. Ravens Cup X. We had Ragnarok, Armani, Bly, and Zest were the top finishers. So yeah, he... so it's like... I don't know. There's some good players here. Zest is here. We got um, Innovation, obviously. Ragnarok's a good Zerg player. And then you have players like Braddock and DNS. Creator played. Creator got 3-0'd by Ragnarok. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah, so just first round. Denver Innovation, he 2-0's him. Then he gets 3-0'd by Bly <laughs> to follow up. <laughs> oh, man. Denver. Well, that, now we know. What is this? What is, is this thing? It's a minor tournament series organized by Team Ravens. Who's Team Ravens? (laughs) I don't know. I've never heard of Team Ravens. Is it a StarCraft II team? It must be. That's what they're playing. You'd think so. That'd be hilarious if, like, a League of Legends team sponsored a StarCraft II tournament every once in a while. (laughs) They're just scouting (laughs) for good players. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I can see that. Uh... All right, so Team Ravens. Team Ravens Gaming on YouTube. There's one video they posted five years ago, and it's in French. Cool. So maybe it's a French team? It would make sense if Denver's involved. Do you think but we I mean, the other these... players weren't French. Sorry, what? Do you think we can get these replays? Maybe. We had messaged Denver. What's up, man? Remember that time I talked to you about Denver, the last dinosaur? <laughs> do you want me to do it? Save you the embarrassment? I don't have any embarrassment. Uh-huh. Sure. Do I get embarrassed, honestly? Uh, whew, remember that email you sent to someone? <laughs> That's true. It was a long time ago. This might be German. So I found what I think is a Facebook page for them. But all it is is, like, we updated our logo. But there's an about page that is very much in German. Hmm. Okay. But nothing about the pictures indicate it's StarCraft at all? Interesting. <laughs> I found a bunch of Match Arena links for the tournament. Okay, so it's legit. Oh, no, this is... Never mind, I'm looking at it. The About has stuff about Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 3, and Ghosts. So this does not seem like a StarCraft clan at all. And Ghosts? Like... Uh, Yeah. Like StarCraft Ghosts? No. Call of Duty Ghosts, isn't that a thing? Yeah, that was like a thing five years ago. Yeah. So I translated it. We are a German-Austrian Call of Duty clan that currently only plays Modern Warfare 3, but will release Ghosts. Huh. I don't think that's translated accurately, but you get the idea. 
No, we'll release ghosts. Maybe that's what they call VODs, like replays. <laughs> Maybe. There's nothing on that Facebook page, though. Hmm, okay. Anyway, I don't know, man. Who are these people? Team Ravens. Ravens King of... They don't have their own Liquipedia page, but they have a ton of, like, King of the Hill tournaments and cups and stuff all the time. Why do they not have their own page? Don't know. Whatever. These guys are mysterious. Well, that's when Denver beat Innovation. So if that ever shows up on uh, StarCraft Jeopardy. What <laughs> tournament did Denver 2-0 Innovation in? You can say Team Ravens Cup. Now you know. Just now don't... You know. Just hope there aren't any follow-ups. Like, who is Team Ravens? Because you don't want to be able to answer that one. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Not even the tiniest bit. Crazy stuff. All right. Well, hopefully we'll get some brackets filled out there for Katowice. We can do some betting there. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Is that it? What else do we have today? I think that might be it. Cool. Works for me. Cool. I, I did like the most uh, adult purchase I think I've ever done. And like I bought a motorcycle before. I bought three motorcycles. Um, yes. But those are all kind of like fun things. Like I bought something both expensive and incredibly boring yesterday. Okay. I'm going to guess food processor close it does blend really? in the kitchen okay is, uh blender no think bagel smoothie machine refrigerator <laughs> finger you bought a refrigerator did your old one die no our, oh. our old one got moved out <laughs> with the oh dogs. Like, what yeah yeah so the guy that owned the dogs he bought a place and so he's moving out and we've had with you know four maybe five people staying here we've had two refrigerators because we just need more space. And then the thing is, now there's only three people here, we've all kind of gotten used to having enough space in the fridge and not smushing everything in there. So I'm like, yeah. mm, I kind of just want another fridge. <laughs> like, I'm not going, yeah. we're not all going back to sharing that other one. That's still perfectly fine, just not big enough. I agree. Having enough fridge space is important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was really, really annoyed at the price uh, because. I could get the same model with st- in stainless steel, which would look very nice for like five hundred dollars, okay. right? Yeah. Or I could get it in like that boring refrigerator white color that they like to do it. You know? Yep, lame. Yep, for a hundred and seventy dollars less. Oh wow! Okay. So yeah. What is the cost of being lame for you? Um, it was like three hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> gotcha. And I, and I am lame, so. <laughs> got the boring white one. I got the boring white one. All right. Well, that's cool. Does it have an ice maker? No. Hmm. No. It doesn't even have a freezer. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Just the big tall fridge. That's what I want. Because the, the, the other one that we have still has a freezer attached to it. And we have a deep freezer, like a chest freezer. Yeah. Those are cool. I need one of those. Yeah. So we don't need another one. I'm like, what am I going to put in there? Ice cream? Come on. I mean, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, but no? I don't. I don't need an entire <laughs> freezer for one bucket of ice cream. <laughs> I mean, you got roommates; you can share it. Yeah, and multiple we, ice creams. It'll be great. Right, but we can already fit multiple ice creams in the other two freezers. Right, like it's not an issue. Fair. Yeah. Fair point. All right, being efficient. But I am I old and it. boring now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buying a fridge. I'm trying to think of what you could do that would be worse. That would be more old and boring. Um. Hmm. Do you have life fr- insurance? <laughs> um, That's pretty good. Yeah, sort of. Right. 
comes with the job, basically. Like, I have, like, funeral costs covered with that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, part of, like, the, the union agreement and stuff like that, or get life insurance. Mm-hmm. Um, but not private life insurance, I guess, is the way to put that. Um, I don't know, maybe, like, putting your refrigerator on lay-by. Right? Because it's, like, not only mm. can you not just buy a fridge, you have to, like, plan for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you didn't do that. It's no, true. Of it's true. <laughs> <laughs> you still have your youth for another couple of weeks, at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, all right. All right. No We're sports? good? No sports? Nah. Good. All right. The NBA All-Star Game was no. more fun than I thought it would be. All right. Well, that's going to be it from us. Thanks for hanging out with Summicron and Falcon Paladin for another Falcon Paladin hour. Go ahead, check out the merch store. Check out the Patreon page for little bonuses you can get there. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out. And you take care of yourself. Also, merch store, uh, 15% off. Use code SUMMERCROWNS, all capitals, all one word. Enjoy. We'll put that in the show notes. Yeah.